Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello, Mish. How are you? Hello, Zach. I'm very good, mate. Yourself? Good, thank you. Let's do this. All right. Peace. I hate the word. I got, I got one leg and a pocket of chicken. I'm going to play a little cornstarch. I'm my werewolf, man. Luigi Mario. Hello and welcome to Mission Zach's Leguizama Rama, a podcast where each week we watch one thing starring the most underrated actor in the history of the entire world, Mr. John Leguizamo. My name is, of course, Mish Wittrup, and you might know me from living across from a construction site, so I'm really sorry about the noise. Oh. And I no. And I am joined, as always, by my very dear friend, Mr. Zachary Ruane, who you might know from... Uh, being friends with someone who lives across the road from a construction site. Yeah. Um, do you think that we'll continue to introduce ourselves like this for the rest of the podcast? I'm out of jokes. I'm out of them. Like, I'm pretty sure um, that there's no one who looks forward to our introductions when they listen to this podcast. Mish, so based... they're like, oh, Mish and Zach do a really funny intro. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I think based on our numbers, um, there's not many people that look forward to anything that we do. <laughs> uh... <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. This no, is that's for fair. us. And thank you to anyone who's joined us on this journey. Um, um, and if you are if you are listening and you enjoy our intros, let us know. Um, also, let us know if you don't enjoy our intros. Just let us know if you're listening. To be honest, <laughs> I don't just, know. Just I let know. us know that you are, because um, this is a lot of fun for Zach and I. Mm. Uh, but we'd like to make sure that it's fun for you guys too. <laughs> just let us know if you're out there. I need to state unequivocally, just from my position. That it's important. What Mish just said is true. I care less though than Mish whether you're enjoying it as a listener. Yeah. I'm here yeah. to watch all of Jen- John Leguizamo's films. Um, really, that is the core of why I'm doing this. I wanted to watch <laughs> all of his films, and it keeps me accountable. So yeah. I'm glad that you're listening for an hour every week, hour and a half often, but I don't care. I, I get to enjoy Leguizamo's filmography. Don't say that, man. Oh, but I don't. <laughs> okay, well, I do. <laughs> I do care. That's what we're doing here. That's the dynamic we're building, Mish. Like, that's true. You know, you love them and you, you care and you go, oh, let's try to keep on topic. And, and I go, I don't give a shit. Fuck the fuck listeners. You. Go fuck, fuck you. yourself. And, that's, and we even each other out. So it's like a yin and a yang situation. A yin and a yang. Mish, how are you enjoying? If you don't know what's happening in Melbourne um, mm. as a listener, we are locked in our houses. We're only allowed an out for an hour a day. How are you enjoying this very heavy lockdown? Um, I'm, it's sad because I'm kind of getting used to it now, which I think is a bit scary. Mm. Um, it's starting to become very normal um, to only go outside for... 
an hour and to freak out when you need something at quarter to eight at night. <laughs> um, but no, it's fine. It was funny. I messaged you um, about 20 minutes ago to confirm the time for our podcast. I was like, oh, did we agree to three o'clock? And Zach wrote back and he's like, yep, we did. We agreed to three. I'm like, yep, yeah, great. No worries. We'll do it at three. The reason I sent that message was because I was two and a half hours into Dr. Phil clips on YouTube. Fantastic. <laughs> and I sat there and I thought to myself, I could do this for another hour. <laughs> but, so if it is a four o'clock podcast, I've got, I've got an easy hour worth of five minute Dr. Phil clips that I can, that I can keep me busy. But when you said three o'clock, I'm like, that's probably a good thing. <laughs> what, what is your favorite Dr. Phil, like kind of Dr. Phil clip? Um, I really, I, I like this with Dr. Phil. I like this with Oprah. Used to love it with Ricky Lake as well. Um, any, where are they nows? Like when they follow up. Love that. When they've had a, I was about to say when they've had a contestant. Um, when they've had a person in with some fucked up issue and then they revisit them a few years later or whatever and see how they're doing. Like they might have some guy who's really fat and then they follow up a few years later and he's less he's fat. He's less fat. He's less fat. That's pretty cool. Um, I also really enjoy the like uh, problematic teenager ones. Yeah, they're, they're always, I mean, they're kind of, that was that, it was, his bread and butter was fat people mm. and then his bread and butter was problematic teenagers. Yeah. that That's and, who he prefers to exploit now. Yeah, or people who have like really deranged marriages. Yeah, he loves that. Yeah, loves to exploit those people. <laughs> he loves to exploit. I don't think... I used to have a bit of an opinion with Dr. Phil where I was like, he cares the most because he's a professional. You know, Oprah's dishing out advice, but she doesn't have like the professional. And then I, I've just come to the realization with him that like he cares the least because oh, he yeah. knows better. And he's oh, there, just... was this, there was this brilliant. Br so I love the catfish ones as well. Okay. So he gets in a lot of people, usually in their 60s and 70s, that are being catfished by people um, in Nigeria. Yeah. Pretending that their name is John Smith and that they live in England or something. Yeah. Um, and he did this amazing, there was this amazing clip where he was telling this guy how easy it is to trick people on the internet. He's like, what you don't understand is. They do this for a living. This is their profession. They know what they're doing. Let's take my wife, Robin McGraw, for example. She owns a skincare range. Oh my this God. is the name of the skincare range. Incredibly oh. affordable and absolutely wonderful. It's all she uses and she has the best skin of anyone I've ever seen. Now, there are some cat. There are people out there that are pretending to be Robin, selling what is essentially soap in a jar. When my wife's skincare range is top of the line, it has this ingredient and this ingredient. And wow, so affordable for a working family. Wow. And it was like essentially an ad for his wife's skincare. But he pretended like he was using it as an example to get a poor 70-year-old man out of a catfish online relationship where this poor old man was losing hundreds of thousands of dollars. And he used that to sell his wife's skincare. I love that so yeah. much, Mish. Yeah, same. My, uh, my preferred online clip, um, if I'm, if I'm going to go into an online hole, I, for example, um, uh, last night I was up until 3.30 a.m., which is, 
was it was a very like uh, usual occurrence, but I've been a lot better with my sleeping patterns. And I, I literally did it like a treat last night. I literally mm. was like, you know what? I'm going to treat myself to uh, staying up till four a.m. watching to YouTube an, <laughs> to an early twenties Zach kind of night. <laughs> <laughs> to a me up until a year ago, maybe six months ago. I gave myself a little treat. And my big thing is I love binging um, sometimes the Australian version, but 90% um, the British uh, Dragon's Den. I, I don't know it. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, what's, my God. What's it's, Dragon's Den? It's not even bad. I actually, like, there's no, like, oh, <laughs> Dr. Phil's a cunt. <laughs> it's just a, it's the best show in the whole wide world. So it's... um. It's also known as Shark Tank in some markets. Oh, okay, yeah, I you know, know Shark, Shark Tank. Tank. Yeah, yes. so it's it's the it's the it, the British version of it. It's because mm-hmm. it's Dragons Den because you go into the Dragons Den for their gold. Yeah, um, which is the cleverest of the words. I like the Australian Shark Tank, which I'll go into, but the British one is the second oldest after the Japanese one. So there's like a million billion clips of it, and it's just so good because everyone's mm. so British. And they come on and like 90% of the businesses are like little things you clip onto your bicycle. And they're like, oh, my business is um, clipping onto a bicycle. I'd like $50 million for 1% of my company. And then like I know all the, <laughs> I know all the people on it now. I know all the dragons. And like my favorite's a lady named Deborah Meaden who's an expert in marketing. And um, Oh, wow, Zach. <laughs> I've watched like there's 13 seasons and like they randomly upload just the clips, like just the single clips. Mm-hmm. And it's like, um, it's really funny because the new version, it's a real fancy set. Cause you know, in shark tank, they walk down a hall of sharks yes. and then they come out the end and then the, the sharks are there in this version. They go into an elevator and they go, is it den up? I guess it's up. I think they go up to the dragon's den and then the elevator opens, they step out and there's the dragons. Um, But before the show had a big budget and was this big show, they used to just walk upstairs. Um, (laughs) Can I just say, that's one of my, like just quick interjection. (laughs) One of my biggest fears is meeting someone up the top of a flight of stairs. Because like, it doesn't matter. Like anything above two stories for me, stair wise is a fucking challenge. She thick, man. And if someone says to me, oh, can you just meet me at the top of the stairs? There is a moment for me that I just stop and I go internally. Well, how many fucking stairs? (laughs) Because if I have to engage in a conversation after walking up more than two flights of stairs, I'm not going to be listening to what that person is saying for at least a minute while I try and pretend that I'm not out of breath. Oh man, a hundred percent. And, and I think part of the point of the dragon's den shark tank concept, I, I, I should explain it if you don't know it. So basically you come in the, the, a person with a business, uh, their last resort, they come into a room and there's five investors, like five millionaire business owners. And they ask for an investment in their company. And um, then they do a little presentation. Then the narrator like recaps the presentation. So they go, here's my business. And they're like, this person is asking for this much for their business. And then the sharks ask, or the, the dragons ask them questions and then they decide whether or not they invest. 
And the whole point is, I think it's really, really scary because you come out through that hallway or out of that elevator and it's like, fuck, there's five people you've seen from the telly and then you've got to do your presentation. So there's that kind of edge to it. Um, but the, it was one layer too many of cruelty when they make them walk up the steps because I think they make them start straight away. So the first like three seasons of Dragon's Den UK <laughs> is just... Sad, puffed, out of shape people. Just, <laughs> just like, who have been sitting on this clip on a bike idea for months. <laughs> so they're just like, it's always just, hello. And it's that, it's, they're not puffed. They're holding in the puffed. So, so that's they're not what I mean by like being out of breath at yeah, the top. Yeah. Yet. They're, they're, they're that, that, that thing where you hold it in. It's like, hello, I'd like to talk to you about my business. I started this business when I was... Sometimes, sometimes you pretend to yawn as well. That's a really, that's, if you see me yawning, if you ever see me on the street and I'm yawning lots, I'm not tired. I'm just out of breath. It's so funny. That's so good. It's so funny. They make them walk upstairs and then people yell at them. And like, sometimes it's a good idea, but like the millionaire businessmen don't know it because they've mm. never had to do any like manual labor or how. Yeah. So they'll just be like, there was one where, uh, my uh, girlfriend's obsessed with this particular one where there was like a, a dog blanket that absorbs the smell of the dog and um which is a bit stupid but kind of clever um and then this, this guy was like let me tell you something okay i have a dog and uh here's the thing it doesn't smell because we wash the dog and, and it's just like this cunt has never washed his dog in his entire life <laughs> We don't need that. You have a wife to do that. <laughs> oh my god! That's he didn't say. It sounds that. G- It sounds brilliant. It sounds like perfect um, lockdown viewing. It's amazing. Do you, know what, do you know what else I really got into? And I have you to thank for this, actually. Oh, thank you. Um, You're welcome. I, I was. I think I've. I think I've covered all of them now. But I became at the start of lockdown obsessed with YouTuber apology videos. Can you just hold? I got a package. <laughs> Mish got a package, she got a package, and now she's letting the package person up. Just leave it on the inside of the door, says Mish. Mish got a package, and now she's gonna get it. Mish got a package, Mish got a package. I'm back, I'm back. Sorry, I just got to finish my Mish Got a Package song. I'm Mish so sorry. I'm package. So... Just leave it on the inside of the door, please. <laughs> Thank you. Thank Do you, you plan on editing that out no, at all? No, God, no. I'm done. Okay. I'm done editing. <laughs> okay, so I think I got to the point where I said um, I'm obsessed with YouTuber apology videos. Yes. Now, I don't follow any YouTubers. No. The whole... Uh, put your makeup on in front of a camera thing that makes like some 19 year olds millions upon millions of dollars. I don't understand it. Doesn't interest me. I'm currently sitting on a zoom, no makeup, my hair in a towel. (laughs) I don't give a shit about that stuff, but I'm obsessed with the culture and the, the drama. It's so good. It's so, so good. I didn't realize you, you took my... Uh... Oh, the art of the YouTuber apology video mm. is... Oh, it's beautiful. It's just so full on. Like, that is... You're, you are 19. 
<laughs> you were 19 years old and you were worrying about this shit. Just go out and go out to like a fucking you just go out with your friends, have a beer, get fingered. Like don't worry about this shit. It's so it was just so full on. I love, but th- I that's Doctor Phil them. and YouTuber apology videos have been. I love a bit of trash though. My favorite YouTube apology video is, or my favorite moment in a YouTube apology video. I reckon is, I know exactly what you're about to say. Oh, do you? I reckon do you so. I reckon it's guess? what it's re- what you introduced me to. Um, a guy named Gabrielle. Oh, I, okay, yeah. I reckon I reckon you're on the money. Yeah, you okay. tell it. You tell it. Well, maybe not. I think we're going to say two slightly different things, but the same point. My point is when they've done the apology. They've come on, they've said, look, I was wrong. I let down these people. I've called them personally. Uh, I've called them personally, but I'm saying it publicly in order to help their reputation. Um, I'm wrong. I'm done. I I was stupid and I apologise unreservedly. And it's a 40-minute video when we're only 10 minutes in. That's my favourite point. Is the yeah. ten minutes in, and they've done their apology, and it's like, where's it going now? It's so good. The best ones are the ones that are obviously millionaires, and they've gotten uh, a legal, they've gotten a lawyer involved, and the lawyer has told them what to say, and the lawyer has clearly said, go in there, state your apology, say that you want to get that you're going to be better, and then just get off. It's like no worries, we'll do. And so they start it by going, I'm so sorry for everything I've done. It was so awful. And then that's five minutes in. It's a 40-minute video. And by the 30-minute mark, they are literally blaming everyone else. Oh, man. And it's always, it's that, so good. It's always that scary emo dude who, who says he eats ice cream. Who's that long, blonde hair, MySpace celebrity? Oh, I have no idea who you're talking about. It's always his fault. There's this oh, racist oh, blonde um, guy. The makeup um, guy, Jeffree Star. Jeffree Star. And then his apology video the other week was so good where it's that wide shot of him in his mansion and he's slightly out of focus. With his, with his small dogs. <laughs> just surrounded surrounded by Pomeranians. So good. It's so good. It's this. There was this like one particular one around Jeffree Star and people giving him the finger on Twitter that was like peak. Like that oh. was the best one. But now there's something about it because they 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 used to do it where there was like no makeup. I, I it's, it's just me now, no makeup, completely raw, single take. And but they now, make sure they tell you that at the start as well. Yeah. So as you can see, as you can see, this isn't gonna be this isn't gonna be like one of my other videos. This isn't a tutorial, guys. I'm I'm in my I'm just in my room, and it's just me. And it's like. Go on then, cunt. Like, what do you got to say? And as if you don't have a little concealer under the eye. Come on. As, as if you're not talking directly into a ring light, you fucking cunt. Like- but then, um, but the thing that, that was the last genre. And now that it, now we're in the second wave, or now we're in the second era of apology videos, where they're in full makeup, completely well lit, um, with ad breaks. That's what- Oh, where they, yeah, you're making money off this apology. If a video has ads in it, it means they're making money. You are, and there's like four or five of them because the video is like an hour long. You are making money because of your fuck up. Num, 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 It's delicious stuff. But what just, it just, it drives me crazy because it's never like, like 50, 60 year old people. These are young, young people who are having the most ridiculous multi-million dollar problems. And nine times out of ten, the problems have nothing to do with, like, they're not, like, 
It's not like Ellen, like Ellen's workforce, you know, Mm. or it's not like it's nine times out of 10. It's just, they've upset another makeup person. It's like, this has got nothing to do with me. Yeah. The equivalent would be as if you and I (laughs) had a big personal falling out, Mm. right? Hasn't happened, but it could. No. Yes. And then I release a video. I release a podcast exposing you. And apologizing. (laughs) No, first it's a no. First it's just me going, hey, guys, um, oh, yeah, this isn't, yeah, yeah. isn't going to be like a regular Leguizamarama. It's just me here today, guys. No, Zach. Um, because, you know, I'm not happy with how Zach has been. And I believe it is my duty as your podcast host to tell you how Zach has been. And then just I'll expose you, right? Can I but then what? But no, no, wait. Thing, well, there's one thing before that. There's one thing before your, your podcast. First, you have to do like a crazy 3 a.m. Um, Instagram story on the Mission yes. Zach Instagram. So it's just like, Zach's a cunt, Zach's a cunt. That I delete, then, that I delete after 10 minutes. That you delete after... just long enough for at least half a million people to have seen it. <laughs> then I release the podcast then, exposing yeah. you. Yeah. Then about two days later, you create a podcast apologizing for not getting back to everyone sooner, mm-hmm. but you have what everyone calls receipts, which is proof that I actually fucked up and that I was lying. Then about two weeks pass, I come on and do an apology. <laughs> I come on and apologize. I admit defeat, but then towards the end of the video, expose you for nothing in particular that you've done wrong, but just that you're a bad person. I love that. And then you release very soon after, a day after, maybe a three-minute video just stating how this isn't how you want to be anymore and you're having a break from podcasting. That's very very good and it's very close. The one uh, correction I would make is instead of the back and forth, my favourite thing is like the, uh, the spray out. So I think the first thing would be you would accuse me. I would apologize unreservedly, but I wouldn't throw it back at you. I'd say, Mish is right. Mish is a good person. She doesn't deserve this. It's all Sam Peterson's fault. Yes. But then someone from a completely different podcast, like I don't even know, like I'm trying to think, like Xavier <laughs> Michalides, all of a sudden out of nowhere releases a video yeah, saying, um, guys, I wasn't there for the Mission Zach like feud. I wasn't there, but I do know them, and this is what I know of them. And then all of a sudden, Xavier's involved, and then there comes the best week ever, which is everyone who has made a podcast about our feud apologizes. Love that. Love, Love it. that. Out of fear of being sued, everyone releases an apology or explanation video. So podcast. the recommendations for you if you're in lockdown to watch are. Dragon's Den clips, sharks, Shark Tank clips, um, Dr. Phil Phil clips, beauty apology video clips, uh, and of course, John Leguizamo films, short films, music videos, Mm. or music videos. What did you think of that segue? That was very, 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 very good. And it's probably about time we talk about actually what we came here to talk about. Um, and I'm really, really excited because it's our first music video. And he has done a handful of them. Of course he's, he has. He's John Leguizamo. He's done uh, three, I believe. Um, uh, two. Uh, one, uh, one of which I'm, I'm a big fan of. Same. The music video, I knew it. The other of which uh, I'm a big fan of the artist, didn't know he was in it. And the third, which is what we're discussing today because we are not interested in building an audience. <laughs> <laughs> 
is um, is uh, should I, shall I just read it? Shall I just well say what it is? Go for it. <laughs> it's uh, Sonos Anormales uh, by well Puerto done. Rican singer Residente. He is an urban artist. Um, it's the music video for his uh, debut single, which won the Latin Grammy for best urban track. Very well done. Um, shall I just read the description, Mish? Yeah, please. Um, okay. Here we go. <laughs> Today we're... T- and, and spoiler alert. I know we say it up the top, but this is only a three-minute video. Do go watch this because uh, I want you to experience it on your own before oh, I... Oh, 100%. Because I'm about to ruin it. <clears throat> Today we're talking about the music video for Sonos, Sonos Anormales by Puerto Rican urban singer Residente. The video depicts a giant egg hatching a giant naked woman who then gives birth to a whole bunch of full-grown naked humans all covered in goo. Led by a naked John Leguizamo, they steal the wool from a nearby sheep and make clothes. Then some people have sex and give birth to a full-grown lady with a cute pixie cut who eats a fly with her really long tongue, then goes a bit green. Then some of the people are muddy and some are clean and then the muddy ones throw mud at the clean ones and mud lands on John Leguizamo, who is a clean one, but now he has mud on him. Then the muddy people and the clean people, who are now muddy, run at each other and fight, but then they all start pashing and kissing each other. Oh, and I forgot, there's a tree in the middle with a single apple on it and one of the guys uh, goes to eat the apple but gets punched and falls on the ground. Throughout all of this, we cut back to urban singer Residente, who is still in the giant egg woman's vagina as he raps the song inside her vagina. (laughs) I said to Zach. So Zach pitched that we do this uh, music video this week. Um, Zach suggested that we do a music video this week because if you don't mind me saying Zach, Zach was moving house Mm -hmm, and it mm -hmm. was a big week for him. So it was like, let's not watch a fucking movie or a TV show. Mish kept, I was like, Mish kept pitching for Waco, which is a six I want to do Waco. Which I'm so excited to watch. I think we'll do it next week. And, And I just was like, oh yeah. So I'm moving house this weekend. I'm worried about the six hours. And Mish is like, yeah, but it'll be fun. I'm like, could we do a music video? So he chose this one and I just wrote, haha, good luck. Like after I'd seen it, I was like, good luck writing a blurb about this one because you could really look into this music video if you wanted to. And then what Zach just did then was perfection. So well done. <laughs> Thank you. That's very good. That is, that is what happened. It is. Um, what I, I realized that, um, you know, we, I have a full paragraph. It's only three minutes long. So I might as well just say what happens in the video. Yeah, well, that is exactly what happens in the video. I think. I Did need... you enjoy it? Yeah, yeah, it was fun. Um, I reckon <laughs> there was some themes going on in there. I reckon a hundred percent. I thought I thought it was so good. So oh, I'm glad. Yeah, I really, really liked it. I thought it was like I watched it. I think four times. That's good. <laughs> yeah, I have a very addictive personality though, so I tend to do that with things I like that are short. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I love I, Like things. songs and stuff. If I find a song I really like, I will listen to it on repeat. If I find a type of cookie I like, I'll eat just that cookie for a very long time. <clears throat> this was a very good cookie. I just really enjoyed it because yeah. every time I watched it, I picked up on something else. And like what Zach said was very true. Everything that Zach said did happen. Um, but I think it's all representative of some shit, don't you reckon, mate? Like- yeah, I don't know. <laughs> 
don't know. Yes, of course. I love that. I love, so, um, um, I love, what, a, I so love a crook uh, music video. I love a really cooked music video that just like goes for it. They don't have, have enough of them anymore. Do you remember the old, um, what was the, uh, those ones where they all had fucked faces? The, the electro, electronic music videos where they all have like fucked faces. I'll get back to you on that one. Say what I don't know what say. that one is. I'll, I'll get back to you. I'm going to do a little Aphex Twin. But I would, I would honestly say that in terms of music videos, and I was a big Rage kid when mm. I was younger, loved me some Rage. And when Rage would finish on a Sunday, I would switch back over to Channel 10 and watch video hits. Mm. Loved me a music video. This, top 10. Top 10, top 10 music ever, videos of top all Top 10 music videos I've ever seen. I think it was really, really beautiful. I loved it. I mean, they got like John Leguizamo in, so that's like a point. And like they... I'm just going to get this out of the way now. We don't have to keep discussing it and because it's not the point. But this was only made a couple of years ago. I think it's 2017. Mm. John Leguizamo still got it, man. Yeah, man. He, he took knows. his top, he rips his top off at one point, And it's like, well, good for you. Yeah. You're a very beautiful man. <laughs> um, that's, that's all I'm going to say at this point about that. Um, think, I'm not gonna. Think... I'm not gonna keep stressing on the fact that John Leguizamo is incredibly attractive. I don't need to do that every episode. Everyone knows that I have the horn for John. <laughs> I mean, you don't dedicate what 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 is a three three years of your life to a project unless you know unless you got a bit of the horn for him. Yeah, that's exactly. I'm not right. doing a. I'm not doing a. I don't want to be mean. I was just gonna name another uh, like another actor who's less attractive, but that's cruel. Hmm. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Um, no, I love, I love, I love a bit of John, Johnny. I yeah. think he's great in this. I think I really love it as well. Cause it's like, I, I get the sense I, I'm, I would be very surprised if this is a money thing. Do you know what I mean? I'd be yeah. very, very surprised. I'm sure they paid money, but I feel like, uh, he would have done it because he liked, he liked it. It feels yeah. very like. Yeah, this yeah. is a good idea. This is yeah. fun. I, the yeah, kind of I thing that he this. sat down with his family one night and said, oh, I got this pitch from my manager about this whatsoever, whatever it is. And then he talked about it with his family and they all agreed that it would be a fucking cool project to be a part of. Yes. And, so, and I'm, I reckon it's the kind of music video that would have taken maybe three days, four days, do you reckon? Yeah, film? 100%. Yeah. yeah, maybe even a week. It would have been a week of John's life to get this out. But he would have been like, this is going to be a sick week. And I reckon he finished that week and he was like, that was fucking sick. Like, it looks like it would have been a really cool music video to be a part of. Um, I, I reckon I, there was an element, like, his agent, I can read, I can see the email now where the agent, like, sent him an email and they're like, hey, man, I know you were taking six months off because you just made a ton of money on Broadway and um, you're still getting Sid residuals, you're still getting Ice Age residuals. Mm. So you're taking six months off. Uh, this doesn't pay crazy good. It's uh, below your rate, but uh, it looks like a kind of fun project. So I thought uh, I thought it's they've asked for you specifically. They've asked for you specifically. Exactly yeah. that. Yeah, they've asked yeah. for you specifically. So I thought I'd send it through, and then he read it and he was like, "Yeah, hey, that's that's pretty cool." Yeah, all right. Yeah. <laughs> well, also, so 
Uh, I'm going to do, I really don't want to butcher the pronunciation, but I'm going to try and say it. Somos anormales in English means we are abnormal. Mm. Right? So just so everyone's worth, like I've, I looked it up. I don't speak Spanish, if you can't tell from how I just fucking said that. Um, and the whole kind of how I read this concept to be is that we all come from the same place. We're all incredibly different. When this woman uh, like squirts a bunch of people out of mm. her vag, and you get full close up of the vag. It's like full it's vag. very, very graphic. Like it's full vag. Full vag. And she squirts out like big hairy men. And, you know, there's an albino that comes out of there at one point and like a whole bunch of these different people. Um, they all come out of the same place. And yet we all go on these different paths. And some people fall in the mud and they get really grotty, which made me think it's probably something to do with class, mm. maybe that they didn't quite make it to the tree with the apple. And then there's all the people who are uh, shiny and clean, like John Leguizamo got mm. to the tree and he's all shiny and clean. He didn't fall in the mud. And then they all fight and it all gets all like, I'm going to fight you and it all gets a bit violent. And then by the end, they're all like having a pash, like you said. They're all mm. like making out and stuff like that, rounding second, essentially. Um, and it's like, oh, we all kind of come back to the same. We all came from the same place. We're all kind of the same. We all want for the same things. Some of us are just lucky enough to get them. Is that kind of how? That's how I read yeah, it. Yeah, I read it as that as well. I really liked it. I like. I'm, I'm being. I'm being a silly because I'm in a silly mood. You can be a bit silly. I just wanted to say that. I but, thought um, that was. I thought, I thought that was a was, really beautiful way of representing it. I thought it was um, really nice, and I think I look. I love music videos. I like love love music videos. When you're if you're a child of the '90s. The oh, films you, you grew up watching were mm. like films directed by people that came up in music videos. And like you grew up, like I, like a lot of the great directors of our sort of generation all came from music videos. And it's just, and do you know what it is as well? It's because late nineties, it was a lot of electro. It was a lot of mm. like electronic. Um, so people that weren't the face, like pre Skrillex, if you were a DJ, mm. you weren't the face of your thing. So yeah. they basically just gave these directors carte blanche to like make cool videos. Yeah. And I just feel like I, they don't happen as much. Like most videos now are just like a bunch of twinks jangle, jangling their guitars in their little Yeah. Room. And if it's not twinks, it's animated. A lot of yeah. animated music Yeah. And it's now. just like, you know, it's just so much um, people playing their instruments and singing their song. And mm. like back in the nineties, man, Late nineties, there was just like stories and themes and ideas. Do you have a favorite? A favorite music video? Yeah, Sonos Morales by Residente. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was very good. Um, I really like. Oh, what's the song? It's Fat Boy Slim, and it's Christopher Walken just dancing through a hotel. Oh yes. Um, you can roll with this. You can roll with that. What's the that. song called? Uh, I don't know. Fatboy Slim had great music videos. Yeah, that was Spike Jones. Weapon of that Choice. Weapon it's of called Choice. Weapon of Choice. My great favorite, music video. I think my favorite is. Oh, I can't remember this. Is, is, is it right here, right now? I think it's Spike Jones, same director. Mm. The one where it's the guys out the front of the cinema doing the dance troupe. Have you seen that one? I, I can't remember the name of it for the life of me. But basically, it's. Um, <laughs> so they just they make a dance troupe, a really lame dance troupe, and they form a circle, and it's like this whole Is thing. Is it self-aware? Yeah, 100%. It's him. He pretends to be a dancer, and they gather people around, and they film it for real. It's just this, like, single take. They've got a bunch of cameras, and they do it like they're a street performers, 
and it's um <laughs> just none of them can dance. That's just, just that's terrible, so good. Terrible, terrible dancers dancing to this like Fat Boy Slim song. Or maybe Chemical Brothers. I will Google it to make sure. They're well, all Fat dancing. Boy Slim did fucking excellent music videos. Oh yeah, yeah. And um and uh and then in dancing and then like and at one point someone like turns off their tape recorder and like starts yelling at them and they just leave it in like in the middle of the song with no like musical intention. The song yeah. just stops because a guy actually pours the tape player and starts yelling at them. It's a very good video. And I think it's the same director as the Christopher Walken I don't think I've video. seen this. I want to see it, though. It's Do you know so what else fun. is my favourite, though? And it's more recent. It's a 2000 and... It's in the 2010s that this came out, for sure. It's the Avalanches' Since I Left You. It's a very famous music video. But there's a reason for it, because it's so good. Great song, too. It. So it's two guys that are working in the mines, and then they come up through a floor, I think, into a ballet studio... And there's this guy who's this big, burly kind of mi- – he plays minor. Like, he, like he's big, burly, dirty minor oh, guy. Yeah, and he starts yeah. dancing with some ballerinas and stuff. It's really beautiful. I really love it. Do you know who also did great music videos was Groove Amada? Yeah, it was, um, it, was, it was legit. It was legit. These people that were like um, – they weren't the face. And because they weren't the face, the director had – it was it was like Spike Jones did them, um, uh, Michelle Gondry did them. Like a lot of Michelle Gondry's videos are like off the chain. What did Apex Michelle Twin- Gondry did? What's that? What did Michelle Gondry do? Um, he did like pretty much any music video. His whole thing was because he was a musician. Any music video where like bits of the music were represented with the visual, like. Yeah. Um, do you know Around the World by Daft Punk? Yeah where, yeah. where each line of the song is a different person dancing around in a circle. That's Michelle yes. Gondry. Um, he did another one where it's like a train going past. Mm-hmm. He did a bunch. All the good, all the good rage, man. All the good rage videos. So good. I, I Googled, just so you know, I just Googled, um, tried to find out which one was the Spike Jones Fat Boy Slim thing. Mm. Um, and I thought I'd already written Spike Jones. Yeah. Um, but I, no, I thought I'd already written Fat Boy Slim, so I wrote Spike Jones. So I just googled Spike Jones, Spike Jones. It's <laughs> <laughs> so good. <laughs> it's Rockefeller Skank. You know that we've come oh. a long, long way together. Yep. Through yep, the hard it. times and the good. That's so good. That's um, just very quickly, video. another one that's also really, really good. Uh, this, I think it's less popular. I don't know. There's pro- there's probably a whole bunch of seventeen year olds out there that think I'm a fuckhead for suggesting that this is unpopular. But um, it's the video clip for a song called "What I Might Do" by an artist called Ben Pierce, and it's just a whole bunch of people that have been put in a room, and they all uh, do a dance to the song. Is my guess, but it's cut really beautifully, and I can't really explain it very well. But it's like someone will finish a dance move, and then it'll pick up on somebody else doing a dance, but it's from that same position that they finished in. I'm, that was the worst explanation ever. Why do I talk for a living? <laughs> you, you're not, you haven't got a great uh, co-host because I've just spent the last five minutes Googling, but yeah, I'm going to give up on but that. But no, I would say if you're looking for good music videos, obviously watch the one that we're here to talk about, which we've eh, spoken nah, on great. for it's about great. three minutes. Um, but what I might do, Ben Pierce, the Avalanches since I left you and Weapon of Choice, 
uh, Fatboy Slim. They're probably my three favorites, but this one's right up there. It's fucking good. I feel very like on the spot, um, but I think even though you did tell me before we started recording, I'm thinking of talking about our favorite music videos. So not your fault, my fault for not thinking about it. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I would say my favorites are um, uh, Robin, Call Your Girlfriend. Mm. Love that video. I love Robin. Love a cheeky single take. I love it. I love a single take, man. Yeah. I'm a fiend for a single take. I watched uh, that 19, you know, did you say 1917? No. It's a war movie in a single take. And um, uh, oh, Jesus. I have a few friends that didn't love it. They were like, oh, I felt like a video game. And I was like, I thought it was brilliant. And they're like, yeah, but you in a single take, man. You just love a single take. Yeah, Zach, Zach loves a single take. If anyone knows anything about Zach Ryan is that he loves a single take. He's, he, he get, I go, oh, this is, ch- oh, oh, look, it's still going. Um, <laughs> um, so Robin, Call Your Girlfriend, which is a great song, but also an incredible, just a, just a great little dance. Um, Call Your Girlfriend by Robin... I love the long ones as well. I love the ones with like seven minutes beforehand and seven minutes afterwards, you know, yeah. those. and they'd always cut it out on video hits. Yeah. I, that would make me really mad. And do you know what would always suck on video hits as well is even if it wasn't like a 14 minute music video, they'd always cut off the last 10 seconds by overlapping oh the God. next music video. So you might miss what was like a fucking great ending to a music video. Fucking, I got so mad. Got so I used mad. to get so mad. The problem was, right, there was no perfect uh, music program because video hits would cut out all the all the talky bits before and after and in the middle and they mm. would cut out the end. Mm. But Rage only had the title of the song and the artist at the start of the video. Yes. that Oh, that used to make me so mad. And then you would miss it. Like you'd be in the kitchen and you'd hear it and you'd be like, I need to know, I need to know. And you'd run out and by the time you got to the lounge room, it was gone. And you'd turn to your mum and you'd be like, mum, mum, who wrote this song? And she's just like, shut the fuck up, Michelle, and go outside and play. Go outside, You're already fat. And and you'd (laughs) say. You're six years old and you're already fat. You'd say, mum, the internet doesn't really exist yet. Yeah. I can't yeah. Google this song. And she's like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? What the fuck is the internet? And then I would say, mum, why are you being so mean? And um, I would say, mum, stop sending me to the milk bar to buy your newspaper and not asking me for the change because I'm spending that change on lollies, mum. And that's mm. why I look like this. Mm. You need to ask for your change back and keep me accountable. Okay, I'm going to let you work through this uh, bit. I'm not going to jump in on this bit. I tried to make it about internet, but you... I came back. It all came back. Um, so no, but if- I do. I have, I, have these, I have a very, very fond memory of being about six years old, sitting on an old blue Ikea couch, which was the couch that we had when I lived in Tassie. Right. It was this old, very, like all the fabric was kind of coming off it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I would sit there with my legs like crossed. And I'd be eating my Nutri-Grain and I'd mm-hmm. watch Rage and video hits. And, Rage, and was, Rage was great, but, you know, you'd be like, whatever, this song is whatever. And then like it would get to a good bit and you'd be like, fuck, this is the best song I've ever heard. Yeah. But I don't know what it's called. Fingers crossed it's on video hits when I switch over. One of... um. One of my proudest moments for you, Zach, truthfully, was when you hosted Rage. 
One of my proudest moments for me, truthfully, was when I hosted Rage. I, I, I stayed up. I went to my, my friends. I went to Sam and Rosie's house. Mm. Shout out to Sam and Rosie. And we watched you guys on Rage at 2 a.m. It was very exciting. It was, it was the best. I was so... I cried. I think I cried. I was so happy for you. I cried. It was really cool. And I want to do Rage again. It was one of those things... You know how sometimes you're like, I've ticked that off? Yeah. That was one where I was like, no, nah, I want to do it again. Mm. And I want it... This time I want to do it better. We... The, my favorite thing about that is when we did it, we... um. We uh, scattered through um, contestants of Australian Idol. I loved that. Yeah, it was so good. We're like, how do we divide this up? And we're like, okay, five per person, five tracks per person. So I'm like, I'm going to do Anoni and I'm going to do um, It was so, my favourite game was like, let's guess who Zach's is. Let's guess who Broden's is. (laughs) Let's guess who Mark's is. Tom's. Tom twists them in there as well. Sam, so good. And then like, and then, and then I was like, yeah. And then we scattered throughout. Um, Can I tell you, Mish? uh, Whatever you have to tell me right now, does it have anything to do with the music video that we're here to talk about? No. Okay, go on. (laughs) And I feel like this is a great note to end on. (laughs) Go on. Um, uh, my fondest, absolute fondest memory of, um, of free to air television was, um, uh, video hits. It was hosted for a time by Axel Whitehead. Axel Whitehead, of course, uh, did was, had a radiating personality. He was on season one of Australian Idol, had a great personality. Everyone loved him, couldn't sing, so didn't make it very far in the competition. But everyone loved him so much, he came back for the finale, performed on the steps of the Sydney Opera House and ended up getting a job on video hits, which subsequently, this is unrelated, he lost because he exposed himself at the Logie Awards and got fired from... Um, video hits because did he, he get wanted, his dick out at the logies he got his dick out at the logies so that he would get fired from video hits so that he could pursue his solo career so um that's what he did and somewhere in the middle there imagine he, having to get out of a contract so badly that you get your dick out at the logies imagine imagine thinking that getting out of your imagine having a job and thinking that that, that a good idea is to leave that job in order to be um, Axel Whitehead's solo career. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> imagine thinking, I've got a cushy to have TV a job. A lack of self awareness. Such an insane lack of self awareness. <laughs> Axel, mate, you had a pretty good gig. That was a good gig, Axel. Like, Why'd the you fuck, put everyone dude. Everyone offside at the Logies. Yeah, <laughs> so- but also, like, imagine going, I need to get out of my job. In order to get a new job, the job I want, I'm going to get my dick out at the Logies. What a weird, what a weird life to live if you're in that situation. And imagine like thinking that a career in Australian pop music is so secure, you can turn your back on Australian television. Like you can turn your, you're going to go, I'm going to, I don't need channel 10 anymore because i'm gonna have a pop career yeah but zach imagine thinking that and being axel whitehead (laughs) imagine being axel whitehead yeah his name was axel whitehead yeah anyway 
This is that's not my memory of that I'm I'm recalling. My memory was he used to host. So Video Hits didn't have a host for a long time. It was just music video after music video. And then they inserted little uh, ho- uh like little segments in similar to uh, a Saturday Disney kind of situation where he would just come in, he'd interview uh, touring rock stars. Um, and it would be very, very funny because it was usually pop stars, but occasionally rock stars would go on their show. Mm. And one time, this was around the mid 2000s when T-shirts and like a blazer with like a graffiti print on the blazer yes. was in fashion. You remember this? Like a high T-shirt. I and then you'd go to like JJ's and you'd get like a a, a pinstripe blazer, a pinstripe blazer, right? With a baby blue print of an electric guitar. Across you it. know exactly what I'm, I'm talking all over about. it, baby. I loved that shit when I was thirteen. So I so did I. I loved it until I was about twenty five. So <laughs> so. They have, uh, Axel Whitehead uh, is on the show. They have one of the Oasis guys, the brothers from Oasis, on the show. Liam or Noel? I can't remember. Liam or Noel. And they're on there and they're being too cool for school. And then then he says at the end of the interview, he's like, thanks so much. Hope you enjoy your show at the fucking palace or wherever the fuck you're doing it. Um, Anyway, we have a present for you. From our um, sponsors, JJ's, we have this really cool blazer for you. Oh, my God. You love to wear blazers. Here's a really cool blazer. for. I can't remember. It was like a JJ's type. But let's say JJ's is like, here's a blazer from JJ's. Oh, God. And then then he goes, here you go. And then this was his mistake. Because what you do is is the idea is um, the Gallagher would politely take it. That's what happens. And then you can say, Gallagher's where JJ's. You can make that connection. That's the connection being yes. made. So he goes, here's a gift from JJ's at this blazer. Would you like it? And um, the Gallagher just looks at it and he goes, nah, I don't want it. Oh. And he's like, okay. All right. Oh, yeah, I get no. it. You're pretty cool. That's fun. And then he keeps talking. He keeps filling. And then from off camera... Someone hands like five or six different items of clothing, mostly blazers from JJ's to Axel Whitehead. <laughs> He's filling, he takes it and he goes, um, uh, anyway, anyway, thank you so much for being on the show. And, and look, uh, I know you didn't like that blazer before, but did you want any of these things? Oh, no. And then um, the Gallagher looks at all of them and he goes, nah. He's like, all right, cool. Well, there's some cool stuff there. Anyway, bye-bye. And that was the end of the episode. And it oh, was God. the funniest thing ever. And in hindsight, even funnier because they didn't shoot live. They chose to leave that in the edit. Yeah. That's num, insane. Num, 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 num. The funniest thing. And it stuck with me 20 years Surely later. Surely you'd be able to find that clip. I'll find it. Someone find it. If you've, if you've gotten this far in, despite the fact you want us to be talking about the music video that John Leguizamo was in, if you've gotten this far in and you can find that video hits clip of Axel Whitehead with one of the Gallagher brothers, please send it to us because that sounds like the kind of shit I would watch over and over and over again until I feel like I'm personally affected by how uncomfortable that situation is. It was so funny, Mish. That's so good. I love uncomfortable television moments. Like they're so uncomfortable that you change the channel. 
Oh, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like when you feel so uncomfortable that you change the channel to get out of the situation despite the fact you've had nothing to do with it. You just flick Love that, that out. Flick that out. How many Leguizamos <laughs> do you give on some Samaras? Okay, so... <laughs> Um, we didn't do a lot of talking about the music video, but I will say to our listeners, um, you can watch it. Just jump on YouTube. It's five minutes long. It's worth it. It's definitely worth it. And the song's really catchy. I downloaded the song. I love the song. NSFW though. (laughs) Great song, great video, but NSFW. So if you're still, if you're an essential worker, you're still going into the office, don't watch it at your desk. No, no, don't do that. It's like, it's, it's a lot of it is vagina and it's beautiful. It's a beautiful vagina, but it's just, it's a very graphic. It's not like, oh, you can kind of see the outline of a vagina. No, you look like directly at a a big vagina and you see people coming out of the vagina. I will also say, um, I, I'm just, I feel sick by two things, Mm -hmm. right? I've got a pretty strong stomach. If someone starts vomiting in front of me, not a problem. I can deal with it. Bit of blood, I'm fine. That stuff does not bother me in the slightest. Um, that shit that covers babies when they come out of their mother, that but, white, gooey, cheesy stuff, I think it's called Vernix. Oh, wow. I didn't know it had a name. Yeah, Vernix. No, I'm pretty sure it's called Vernix. I remember my mum telling – my mum's a nurse and I remember her telling me, oh, yeah, it's called Vernix. That might be wrong. But that white, cheesy, goopy shit that comes out of – of women onto their babies when they're giving birth. Mm-hmm. I know it's a natural, beautiful thing. And I know that like women are powerful and strong and they have made a baby and they have then pushed said baby out of their boat. Like, holy shit. That's amazing. But that cheesy shit looks so fucking disgusting. That's a if I, if I ever had a, ba- have a baby, right. And I give birth, I give all staff in that room full permission to take that baby and bathe it. <laughs> Before, they bring Before it to giving you. it to me. If yeah. that means that you're the first person to hug my baby, if that means you're the first person that needs to feed my baby, that's fine. Do not give me my baby covered point. in that goopy shit. Reason I mention that is because there's a lot of that goopy shit yeah. in there's this music good, video. Like, there's a good 20 seconds of the Yeah, and that affects and my Leguizamo back. score. That's yeah. how I feel about goopy post-birth cheese shit on babies. Yeah. And you don't come at me with your it's natural and it's beautiful and how dare you i know it's natural i know it's beautiful but it looks like it stinks and it's like mothers take the and then kiss it they kiss the cheese mm. anyway um <laughs> it just bothers I'm, me i'm uh, i'm not backing you in this or joining in you you dig that hole um but what how many <laughs> No, I, I think babies are beautiful and I think that the birthing process is fucking beautiful. But yeah, that it's, cheesy, it's goopy shit, they, like, I, I think it would be kind of cool. It would be just cool if a doctor and the nurse and the nurses or the midwife or whoever you get to help birth your baby, your doula, has a little bit of just a wet cloth next to him to wipe that sure baby down. I'm pretty sure that's like dangerous, can hurt the baby and stuff, but I get what you're saying. Okay, I didn't know that. I don't want, I'm not going to, I'm not going to. I don't know anything <laughs> either. I don't know anything either. I'm just saying. Okay, like, hold on. If I people just... are now being like, see, this, someone is going to twist this shit and be like, Mish wants to kill babies. No. I don't want to kill babies. I just don't want to kiss. The cheesy the goopy, white the shit. The stuff, I understand. I yeah, understand. thank you. And there's a lot of it in this music. It's a little, it's a little bit, I, d- I do want to say you're being a little bit um, the mum from uh, We Need to Talk About Kevin with this, like, I'm not going to kiss my baby if it's goopy stuff. It's a little bit We Need to Talk About Kevin. I don't I'm know not, what We Need to Talk About Kevin is. That's a really full on movie. But also, can it. we just keep in mind, it's not like I have babies. 
It's not like no, I have I, them. And maybe if I made a baby and I grew a little tiny baby and I squirted that baby out of me, I'd give a big old kiss on its cheesy head. I but understand. Thank you. I Fuck, understand. man. But you would give um, the birthing and I also don't process, like, you'd, you'd, you'd notch a few Leguizamos from the score of the birthing process. It affected my Leguizamo score. And if that makes me a bad person, well, fuck, man, maybe I'm just a bad person. Okay. And maybe I'm going to need to do a big YouTube apology video after this. <laughs> Apologising <laughs> and that saying that, you, that I, was, I was actually, I love that. It's actually, you guys got it wrong. I actually love that. That goopy vagina cheese that comes out on babies. Mish, I actually you are love assuming it. that anyone has made it 50 minutes into No one's our listening except sonos. you, Zach. <laughs> no uh, one's listening. I could genuinely, I could say my bloody pin number right now and no one's fucking <laughs> listening. Like, I could give you my address, where I live. <laughs> like, I could, all of it. Anyway, um, so yeah. Back to Leguizamo scores. That did affect the score was um, the, the vagina cheese goopy shit yeah, that was yeah. like they were rubbing it into their lips and like some guy shook it off his little bare bottom. It was just a bit, that was part was gross. But the actual music video was beautiful. John Leguizamo was fucking sick in it. What a fucking cool project yet. I wish I was in it. That's that's. I wish I was in that music video. That would have been very fucking cool. Um, but I wasn't asked. Thanks. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to give it a... Uh, yeah, straight up. I will give it, based on Leguizamo's, three and a half. Three and a half. I would have given it four, but it loses half a Leguizamo based on the uh, newborn baby uh, creamy cheese. Yeah, right on. Um, I give it four and a half Leguizamo's. You want to give it a reason for it? or? Uh, I reckon he did it because he wanted to, not because of the money. I reckon it was good. I reckon he's in it a bunch. Um, you know, it's goopy Leguizamo. It's rich Leguizamo. Uh, I just think there's so much wonderful Leguizamo energy. Look, I can't really uh, say... I, I, I really can't put At words... this point, though, Zach, your scores mean shit. You gave Arabian Nights four and a half Leguizamos. And I based on Based on a line that a different character said because it was like she was talking... To the viewer. She said tomorrow night at the yeah. end of the episode. And she was talking about tomorrow night's episode. Mm. That's genius. I also, I didn't mention with Arabian Nights, I also loved the layer that this ancient wise storyteller was just giving like, like, uh, uh, like, uh, like head writer tips. He was just like, you got, you got to hook him in the first minute. <laughs> um, actually, actually. Um, I'm not taking away from the fact that I still hate vagina cheesy birth pregnancy cheese. Mm. Still hate it. I am going to give it four because I really like the song. uh, Yeah, I think the song's great. Yeah, I really liked the song. So I'm going to up it to four. Don't come at me with me being, oh, you're a sheep. No, I'm not. I gave Arabian Nights two and Zach gave it four and a half and I stand by that. But three and a half doesn't seem to do this project justice. I think it's sure. sick. It's I think a, it's it was cool. fucking sick. Um, it reminded me of like rage. It reminded me of yeah. like three AM rage. It reminded me of like music videos from the nineties. I think there's better music videos, sure, but I had a lot of fun, and very few of them star John Leguizamo. So Zach, I give it four and a half Leguizamos. <laughs> Five Leguizamos. Zach, yes. do you remember a music video? Very rage. I'm so sorry. This is the last thing I'll say about this. No, very, very fine. rage. And it was set in Africa somewhere and it was all these people dressed up like animals 
in yeah. the African savannah. Yeah, it was on video hits as well. It was a big hit song. What was it called? What was that song? I want to live like that's, animal. That's human nature. That wasn't it. I was the one about toast. Uh, I have a piece of toast. It was really bad rhyming song. I don't remember that either. It was like the Africa song. Yeah, it wasn't like, Toto. It was no, no, no. It was, it was. I would have said. I want to say it was like late nineties. The animal song, maybe. No, that's also human nature. I'm really on the on the um on the human nature thing. At the Guys, moment. if you want Zach and I to do a human nature podcast, let us know. We'll set up a Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> Um, um, all right, so I'm um, also, well, Zach, while you're looking that up, I will read a um, review. Yeah, sick. Uh, so, yeah, if you guys follow us on Instagram, which is at Mish and Zach, uh, that would be great. And also, if you are listening to this podcast and you have any form of feedback whatsoever, please chuck us a review. Make sure you make it five stars <laughs> and then tell us what you really think in the description of the review or like and what you have to say. But just make sure you give it five stars, please. And thank you. Um, we really appreciate the feedback we're getting. People seem to be really enjoying it, which is nice. Um, I'm going to read a review from, let's go from Harrow K. Uh, five stars. Thank you very much. It's called Five Leg Wazamos. Clearly an uh, avid listener. And they've said, I really need validation from Mama Mish and Papa Zaki. Yummy, that. yummy, yummy. Give love it to that. me. Gobble, gobble, gobble. Love that. Yeah, well, we, we, I, I, we love you. What's their name? Harrokay. Harrokay. I just want to say to you that um, we love you. You're beautiful. And Papa mm. Zach uh, wants, to, wants to cover you in his warm birth goo. And Mamma Mia, she wants to wipe it off before she touches you. Uh, but I validate you, Harrokay. Thank you for your five-star review. Much um, appreciated. I thought the, it was the music video for Life, O oh Life by Desiree, but I do not believe that it is. How good is Desiree? Desiree is the best songwriter and worst lyricist. She's the only person that exists on the top and the bottom of a list. Her, so lyrics, her lyrics, her song, uh, life is great. Life, what's everyone talks about life? You know, mm. you know, everyone talks about the lyrics for life. What is it? It's um, life or oh life or oh life. The, do, 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 I'm afraid of the dark, especially when I'm in a park. Um, no, this is the best part. Oh, I get the shivers. I don't want to see a ghost. It's a sight that I fear the most. I'd rather have a piece of toast. And watch the ending news. Oh, my news. God. So people talk a lot about life, right? People talk a lot about how life has bad lyrics. That's but, so good, though. But I actually believe Kissing You, which I think is a beautiful song from the Romeo and Juliet. Is that Desiree? Um, that's Desiree. Beautiful song. Really pure, great. But if you actually just take the lyrics um, out of context, mm. it is... I feel like this is a good note to end on. So is there anything else we need to say before I read out the lyrics to Kissing You? No. Just no, th thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. And this one's really, really, really accessible. Look it up on YouTube. Watch it. Totally worth it. It is beautiful. Um, and, um, minus, minus the cheesy pregnancy baby goop. And just remember, this week is tell 325 friends about the Mission Zach <laughs> podcast week. So get on it. Tell yeah, them about it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Here you go. I'm Kissing You, sung by Desiree. Pride can stand a thousand trials. That's a beautiful line. Beautiful. The strong will never fall. Wow, That's powerful. true. That's just true. Yeah. 
But watching stars without you, my soul cried. That's very profound, like very deep. Yeah, wow. Heaving heart is full of pain. Oh, oh, the aching. Because I'm kissing you, oh. I'm kissing you, oh. Touch me deep, pure and true, give to me forever. Because I'm kissing you, oh, I'm kissing you, oh. Where are you now? Where are you now? Because I'm kissing you, I'm kissing you, oh. Thank you, Zach. Thank you, Desiree. Thank you, Desiree. Thank you, Mish. All right, cool. We done? No, we're not. Yes, it's Zach and Mish. It's Zach and Mish. We're doing a podcast and having some fun. It's Zach and Mish. She's got to get her parcel. Zach and Mish. We're having some fun. Okay, I'm done now. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.